0: Here we are, Lakers fans. As the Lakers world turns, things continue to not be very great. As you can tell by the somber music in the background. That being said, there are some new and exciting things afoot. And they don't have anything to do with the Lakers. They have to do with this show. We are no longer known company-wide as Hoopball. We are... Taking things to the next level, and we're incorporating more sports, more gambling, more analysis, covering more than just basketball. It's a very exciting time over at what is now known as Sports Ethos. So, with that being said, I am your host, JC DeLeon, for this edition of the Sports Ethos Lakers podcast. And as far as specifically what kind of changes will be coming, I don't have all that information for you yet. It is a brand new direction that the company is taking, and as I get information, more information about that, Ethan and I will relay that information on to you. And so, with that exciting part of the show uh, now talked about, now we've got to talk about the Lakers, which are unfortunately not so exciting these days. The Lakers had what? might have been one of their lowest moments on Sunday a game that Ethan and I didn't even watch because we've been so disappointed with the Lakers Ethan didn't feel like watching the Lakers put up another listless performance with a bad effort against a bad team was worth watching I didn't watch it because I had a weird feeling weird things happen on NBA games on Sundays I don't know if it's the travel i don't know if it's what players might be doing the saturday night before on the road not that there's a lot to do in detroit there may or may not be i don't really know but i had a weird feeling that it wasn't gonna be a good time watching even though the lakers ended up winning this game and we'll, we'll talk about the win here in a little bit and you know, as far as what emerged from that game, that being the altercation that was started by LeBron's elbow when he opened up Isaiah Stewart and made him bleed over the over the place and had him completely lose his mind and try to destroy his whole team just to try to get to destroy LeBron James. Well, My thoughts on that incident. I think LeBron did what every other NBA player does when hands and arms get tangled in a chippy game. You know, you swipe your arm away. You don't want this guy touching you. He had his elbow up in LeBron's ribs. LeBron's had an abdominal issue lately. He just wanted to get the guy off of him, and he caught him with an elbow. And it happens. How many times in LeBron's career has he ever been struck in the face, and he doesn't fly off the handle the way Isaiah Stewart did? I think what Isaiah Stewart did... That provoked the altercation. That made an altercation out of nothing. He made a mountain out of a molehill. And, you know, I think because of his reaction, that probably prompted the NBA to suspend him, to suspend LeBron. I don't think he should have been. I think, you know, it made him miss a really big game against New York in the garden where LeBron loves playing and was on TNT, so I'm sure that hurt ratings a little bit, but Yeah. I don't think LeBron should have been suspended. I think the elbow was accidental. I think even in his body language he showed that he tried to apologize for it after it happened and it's just unfortunate. But since that game some positives. So the Lakers were down to seven at halftime. They were down fifteen to start the fourth quarter and Russell Westbrook to his credit has actually been playing some really great basketball since LeBron went out of that Detroit game and he played a really great game against uh, the Knicks and so the Lakers ended up winning that game against Detroit coming back from down 15 in the fourth quarter a really great turning point moment for for the team hopefully but then they started against the Knicks and the Knicks very quickly got off to a 25 point lead and it seemed like the Lakers didn't learn anything from that Detroit game. It appears that this team that has previously gone 27 and 41 without LeBron since he became a Laker, looked like they were well on their way to becoming 27 and 42 and they ended up losing this game. But, similar to the Detroit game The Lakers came back. They made it a 12-point game at halftime. They made it really competitive going into the fourth. I think when it got down to it, though, it was just too little too late. Ended up losing the game by six. The last four minutes, the Knicks were trying to get Julius Randle into the game, and it was one of those weird stretches in a late game where the clock just ran and ran and ran, and there was no stopping the clock. Nobody stopped the clock. The Lakers, nor the Knicks. And before you knew it, there was only 90 seconds left in the game, and the Lakers were down by 12, and that's all she wrote. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so, you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I'm just letting the music kind of put me in the mood a little bit here feel like it's appropriate for the mood that Lakers fans might be in anyways so there's definitely some positives to gain from these two games in which despite the big leads that the Lakers dug themselves into they dug themselves out and Russell Westbrook has actually played two really incredible games against the Detroit Pistons He went for ten for twenty-one, had nine rebounds, ten assists, almost a triple-double, two steals. Led the team in that fourth quarter. Just played a really, really great and efficient game, despite the being less than than five hundred. And against the Knicks, uh, had a really bad first half. He had six points in the first half, but then he had eighteen in the third quarter alone first time the Lakers have had a pretty good third quarter but the Knicks are also a bad third quarter team and so there's a little bit of a grain of salt to to go with that one but we'll take any any win, any, any positive we can uh, we can find and to his credit you know Russell Westbrook's turnovers have been dropping a little bit and so in that department he's playing a little bit better so What exactly is wrong with this team? Now, I know we can point to injuries and the fact that this team hasn't been complete, and that's true, hasn't been complete for one game this entire season. But when LeBron James comes back against Indiana, now that THT is back, really the only two pieces left or Austin Reeves, who we've seen have a really great and good impact defensively for this team. His effort is great. He's still a rookie, and I don't think he's going to be too relied upon come later in the season, despite the fact that he's played, played pretty well. And I know the Lakers have made this mistake before of, of trading underdeveloped talent that ends up being really good elsewhere. Julius Randle, D'Angelo Russell... Now you can probably add Kyle Kuzma to that list. Caruso, obviously. Lonzo. Lakers get desperate enough. Don't be surprised if, if we see Austin Reeves on, on the trading block. You know, people still talk about that being a possibility with T H E and how coveted he's been. But I think, given the Alex Caruso debacle, I don't think the Lakers would trade. Um... Uh, THT they might trade Austin Reeves but back to my original point so Austin Reeves and Kendrick Nunn I, I'm not relying on Trevor Reeves a whole bunch this season I don't think he's in a position to where he can uh, really contribute very much once he does come back to being healthy and so once Reeves comes comes back once Nunn comes back I mean, even without this, too, like what you're seeing for the most part, this is the team. This is the Lakers. Love them or leave them, love them or hate them, take them or leave them. This is the team this year. And, you know, we're in a position where, you know, Ethan and I have to say, and other Lakers fans might have to admit, like maybe people were right. Maybe this team is too old. Maybe this team is too reliant. On superstar talent. Or superstar names. The era of the super team. Might be done. Because you look at. How Milwaukee won their championship last year. You look at how Chicago is doing it. With. You know. They've got three big names. And Alex Caruso. But for the most part. They definitely don't don't have a big three. Phoenix is still doing it. They're the hottest team in the league right now. They're. Basically replicating their same formula last year, where they've just got Devin Booker and Chris Paul, and you know, in some eyes, people in some 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 people's eyes, Aiden's a superstar, and other people's, he's not. So as far as what's the answer? I mean, we can point to Russell Westbrook and his inefficiencies as a basketball player all day long. I know I'm going to. <laughs> um, but you know, Ethan is right. It comes down to Anthony Davis. Like I said, this team is 27-42 and 42 when LeBron James is not on the floor. It's time for Anthony Davis to step up and be the player that we've all thought he was going to be. It's time. It's time for him to be that leader. Yeah, he's saying all the right things and acknowledging when the team isn't playing very well, but it it's all come down comes down to him. And... You know, he'll he'll play the five, but he'll still be on the perimeter too much. And so if you're going to play the five with the idea of being spacing around you, when you're on the perimeter, it's not going to do anyone any good, whether you're the five or whether you're the four. So he's really got to step up his game. Russell Westbrook's got to figure out how to have an impact on this team without making a negative impact on this team. He's got to figure out how to impact this team positively rather than negatively. Which, for the most part, he's been impacting this team positively, but I don't think... I don't know if it's the other players haven't adapted to him yet or not. Anthony Davis still seems to kind of be acclimating to him. Answers are there. And I don't think necessarily one of the main answers is to trade Russell Westbrook. Because for one, you can't. Because it's a fairly untradeable contract. You can trade him to where he might want to go, if that's a possibility. But now that he's finally in Los Angeles, now that he's a Laker, he's not going anywhere. I don't really know what you could get for some kind of package of THT or Austin Reeves, but I can guarantee it's not going to be worth it. There's not really any rumors yet of what might be available on the buyout market. Sacramento fired Luke Walton, and they might be going through a blow-up, and I guess maybe there's a possibility that Buddy Heald gets bought out, in which case you would hope the Lakers would be in a position to maybe be able to snatch him up, but Buddy Heald, man, there's always there's always the risk of like him possibly going to Golden State. Golden State has been on fire this year. I think everyone was wrong about you know, Golden State's potential to be back to where they were. And that's another team that is doing it with really only two superstars right now, and Steph Curry and Draymond Green. Clay Thompson will be back, but it remains to be seen what form he'll be back in. Um, Yeah, they're doing it with, you know, younger players, and they're getting the most out of them. And, yeah, I think there's a lesson to be learned in that Maybe you could take time to develop some of the underdeveloped talent, like if the Lakers maybe still held on to Kyle Kuzma, if he could be what he is now for the Wizards that he was for the Lakers, like, he might be an all-star this year. Probably stretch, but he's playing fantastic in, in Washington. But the last two games at the very least have demonstrated that the Lakers can do it. They can absolutely do it. They can put forth a great defensive effort. They can turn that into fast break points. Anthony Davis can dominate in the paint when he wants to. He's even capable of making the occasional clutch three-pointer. He made one last night against the Knicks, but then sure enough, he felt he was feeling himself a little bit and he tried to shoot another one. That needs to stop. (laughs) Until he's better and more efficient with that shot. I don't think he should continue shooting it as often as he does. Same for Russell Westbrook. I think Russell Westbrook, he has a keen sense of when he might be able to make three-point shots. Sometimes. He was three for six last night against the Knicks. One for six against Detroit. I think there are times in which Russell Westbrook knows he's going to be having a good night shooting, and those are the nights where maybe you're okay with him shooting an occasional three, but you know, how often that's gonna happen remains to be seen. I don't know. This team has a lot of work has a lot to work on. And you know, Indiana with LeBron being back from suspension. Maybe that'll be the boost that this team needs if they can sort of get back to where they are. Indiana is currently eight and eleven. 13 seed in the East, but, I mean, going game to game and hoping from being one game under 500 to being 500 to being one game under 500 to being 500, that's no way to survive a season. And, yeah, the Lakers have a lot of soul-searching to do. And, you know sometimes a LeBron James-led team does take a little while to kind of find its groove, and you know, whether or not Golden State and Phoenix can stay this hot the rest of the season, that, of course, remains to be seen. If you can just get a healthy LeBron to the playoffs, I feel like that also makes huge dividends. Last season, despite LeBron being injured, if the Lakers had gotten past Phoenix in that first round. I'm sure the Lakers could have at least gotten to the Western Conference Finals, if not the Finals. And whether or not they could have beaten Milwaukee, like... This team was not that far off last year. And Of course, it does bring up the question of whether or not they should have blown everything up to, to try to get Russell Westbrook, but... You know. And that's the other thing. Free agency. Free agency. Very thin, thin cupboard of free agency next summer. And so, and for for a lot of teams. Not just the Lakers. And so, you know, this is who the Lakers are going to be for a little while. And as Laker fans, we've got to get used to We've got to pump them up. You know, we could be hard on them. Just the way... The rest of social media is, but we've got to encourage them. Just let the music sit. But now on the real, um, LeBron had a great quote the other day. It's never as bad as it seems, and let me pull. Let me see if I can pull it up exactly because it was a great philosopher quote it's never as bad as it may feel and it's never as good as it may seem and yeah I think a very calm and stoic LeBron James is sort of a different one than we've seen throughout his career he was a little fiery during that Houston Rockets win a couple weeks ago and maybe a little too fiery as that's the game where he strained his abdominal Um, but yeah, I think given time, given patience, once Frank Vogel can sort of establish the rotations, I mean, fine is a relative term. To say I think this Lakers team will be fine in the end remains to be seen. We definitely don't know what'll happen down the road, if there are more injuries as indestructible as LeBron has seemed his entire career, I mean it does he does seem to be a little a little more destructible these days. I think once he gets to the playoffs, I don't think anything will stop him, but whether or not he can maintain that intensity in the regular season. This is where you know, guys like Anthony Davis has gotta step up, like we said, not just on the court, but as a leader. Russell Westbrook's got to try to lead this team. You know, he's very revered throughout the league by his peers, and he's got to reflect that. I think THT can't think of himself as a rookie or one of the young guys anymore. He's got to establish himself. The way he did that first game when he came back, he hasn't played that well since he's come back. He only played very well in the first two games, and he's sort of regressed, and he's got to have that confidence that he had when he came back. Carmelo Anthony... He had a little bit of a cold streak the last couple of games, but I think everything he's been doing has been fantastic. Leader-wise, defense, effort coming up, coming off the bench. DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan has gotten a lot of flack I've seen on social media, and I, I think he's played fantastic. He played great against the Knicks last night when he did get minutes, and I'll be honest, I'm a little disappointed with Dwight Howard with the way Dwight Howard played in the championship year in which he fought so hard for that redemption that he sought, he played so hard in, on that non-guaranteed contract just to, to find himself a place, place in the league again. He, he doesn't seem to have that hunger anymore. And it's I, I've been a little disappointed in Dwight. I've been more disappointed in Dwight Howard this season than I have been with DeAndre Jordan. That's how I feel about that center battle. And so... Yeah, everyone is in a position to where they can step up a little more. Including LeBron in some ways. It takes a total team effort. As cliche as that sounds. This team's got to find cohesion. I think they will. I don't think things are as bad as they seem. Despite... The somber music in the background. And I think this team will get it together. With that, we're going to go ahead and end this episode of the Sports Ethos Lakers Show. Once again, I'm your host, JC DeLeon. You can find me on Twitter at Insta on yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JC One. I can speak and say words. You can find Ethan on Twitter at Ethan underscore Noroff. You can follow all of the sports ethos happenings at sports ethos on Twitter. There's going to be a lot of great new information coming out about the new direction the company is taking. And I think you guys are going to really enjoy what it is that everyone is going to have to offer. And yeah, maybe even put some gambling money in your pocket. That's never a bad thing. But until next time.